my friend, the battle for your soul begins in your mind. Hello, my name is Nene Dabo, your host of Kaya. All Kaya fans are warmly welcome to a tribe for mental wellness warriors. We inspire, educate, encourage, challenge, and empower you to build a holistic mental hygiene routine so you can be holistically you. It's time to take back your power and reclaim your freedom from emotional and mental captivity. So let's do this. Let's build a movement together. Welcome to the Kaya Podcast. You are in the right place. Remember to like and subscribe and share this podcast with someone you care about. Did you know that a habit of ruminating can swiftly develop into anxiety, sadness, and even OCD? Now, did you know also that failure and rejection can quickly lead to a decline in your self-esteem? What about the fact that the spirit of fear drives rumination, failure, and low self-esteem? Are you really aware of what triggers your rumination, guilt, low self-esteem, and trauma? Hi, my name is Nene Dabo. I didn't know what emotional wounds were either. I realized a few years ago that I needed to be more aware of my mental health and the warning signs I was experiencing. Loss, rejection, loneliness, trauma, failure, guilt, and low self-esteem had finally gotten the better of me. It took rumination to get me to pay attention and take control of my life. I understood I had to help myself. After years of relying solely on prayers and fasting, as well as an unhealthy reliance on various pastors and spiritual leaders. And so I embarked on a journey of finding as many mental wellness tools as I could. I've been on this journey for three years. And while I can't say I am free of emotional suffering because no one really is, I can say that with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and through mentors and personal coaches, I am in complete control of my thoughts as well as my emotions. I am on my way to developing an effective and efficient mental hygiene routine by building my own emotional and spiritual first aid kit. And every day when I wake up, I bind my mind with the mind of Christ as soon as my feet touch the ground. When I have emotional wounds along the way, I know precisely the bandage, ointment, or pain treatment I need from my emotional and spiritual first aid kit. I have training in adolescent and adult mental health first aid, as well as facilitating suicide awareness and prevention training. I am your holistic Christian mental wellness coach and advocate. My son is my why. Years ago, when I was on the verge of giving up on life, he was the one who pulled me back from the brink. I realized it was unjust to bring such a lovely human into the world and then abandon him to face life's problems unprepared. He motivates me to be the best version of myself that I am capable of. I am a single mom to an adorable seven-year-old who aspires to be a hybrid architect and paleontologist. If you ask an adult what to do about a painful psychological injury like rejection, loneliness, or failure, they won't know what to do. Adults and children alike will be challenged to recover from low self-esteem, loss, and trauma. Asking how to deal with intrusive ruminations or guilt is likely to result in awkward silences and shrugs and uncomfortable looks and even pointed attempts to change the subject. Mental health has become a taboo subject for far too long. No one wants to talk about it. No one know. very few people know much about it. Maybe that subject will bring shame to the family name. It is rarely if ever discussed in church pulpits. While some churches have a council on staff, 
Rarely does a pastor preach on mental health issues, let alone mental wellness as a maintenance tool. When it comes up in church, your pastor may accuse you of being possessed by the devil, assigning you a 21-day prayer and fasting challenge, douse you in anointing oil, and blame the resident witches and warlocks in your ancestral home. I've seen it all. In addition to prayer, it is rare for an individual to take purpose and pur purposeful and proactive action. Scripture states that faith without works is dead. We fast, pray, and wait in faith. But how much work do we really put in? Because we, including our pastors and spiritual leaders, lack the comprehensive set of tools with which to manage such events, we take little to no conscious effort to address the psychological wounds we incur in daily life. Only a few methods such as prayer and fasting are available. Now, before I go any further, right? Let me clear up any misunderstandings about the power of prayer and fasting. I believe in the unrivaled power of prayer and fasting to the almighty Lord God. I agree that some things can only be revealed through prayer and fasting as Jesus cautioned his disciples. I've decided to emphasize some things. Jesus accomplished many miracles, some with and some without prayer. After applying the mud to the blind man's eyes, Jesus told him to wash his face at the pool of Siloam. The blind man followed the instructions and returned seeing. What about the account of Naaman, commander of the king of Aram's armies, as told in the book of 2 Kings? If you remember that story, Naaman was plagued with leprosy and he was instructed by the prophet Elisha to go wash seven times in the Jordan River if he, Naaman, wanted to be restored. Now, after much resistance, Naaman finally agreed and did as Elisha instructed. He went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. My point, you may ask. Well, consider the various ways these people, and a whole lot more in the Bible, and even today, have received their healing, somewhere with prayer alone, Others with a combination of prayer and specific instructions, and others simple acts of obedience done in faith. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Hey, thank you for sticking with me this far in the episode. It has been my pleasure hanging out with you. Remember, my transparency is your transformation. I'd love to hear from you. Message me with your biggest takeaways or if something stuck out to you. Let's celebrate some wins together. You've got this. Now, let's get back to the rest of our episode. Returning to my original argument, while we seek the advice of a mental health expert in a variety of psychological situations, doing so is generally impractical. As the majority of psychological wounds you and I occur in life are not always significant enough to merit professional involvement. While some may be motivated by a bad spiritual power, others may lack health insurance or access to one or as i previously stated mental health may just be a taboo subject so just as we wouldn't pitch a tent outside our family doctor's waiting room at the first sign of a cough or a headache we wouldn't call our pastor we shouldn't call our pastor every time we think we're being spiritually attacked just as we wouldn't go to a therapist every time we're rejected or when we're having negative thoughts or low self-esteem the devil has us believing we are powerless and would rather send us on a wild goose chase with no end in sight. 
It's time, my dear friend, to recognize your authority, especially if you're a Christian who has accepted Christ as his or her personal savior and now has the Holy Spirit living in you. I want you to consider this for a moment. The Holy Spirit of God Almighty resides within you. That means you carry an infinite um, amount of power within you. And the source is just inside of you. And if you're not Christian, don't worry. I have something for you too. The word of God has called us to love mankind regardless of faith. So you will fit in my tribe too. My vision is to see you channel your internal power source to facilitate emotional and mental healing. My hope is that this podcast will help bridge that gap between faith and a practical approach to addressing emotional wounds. This is by building your unique emotional and spiritual first aid medicine cabinet. What is it like to own an emotional spiritual first aid cabinet, you ask? While every uh, household has a medicine cabinet or some version of a first aid kit with bandages, ointments, and pain relievers for treating minor psychological injuries or problems, for treating um, minor physical illnesses or problems, we don't have a medicine cabinet or first aid toolkit for the minor psychological injuries we sustain in our daily life. I mean rejection, loneliness, loss, and varying degrees of trauma as well as guilt, rumination, failure, and low self-esteem, and even fear. Many of us suffer from psychological injuries on a daily basis that if left untreated, will progress to a significant mental disorder and potentially be psychologically destructive. Many of the diagnosable psychological conditions for which we now seek professional treatment could have been avoided if we had applied emotional first aid to our wounds when they were first sustained. When we pay attention to and treat such emotional injuries, not we not only speed up their recovery, but we also help to avoid problems from arising, thereby reducing the severity of any that do. Let me emphasize that having a well-stocked medicine cabinet does not negate the necessity for trained physicians in hospitals in the event of a serious bodily accident. The same guideline applies to significant psychological injuries. Emotional first aid treatment should never take the place of expert mental health care. While many of us are aware of our physical limitations, this is not always the case with our mental health. When a wound is deep enough to require stitches, you can tell. Or when the bruise is large purple and you can't feel anything in that, in that location, in that area of your body, you realize it's time to go to the ER. Now, do you on the other hand know what to do about your psychological wounds? Can you tell when it's time to schedule an appointment with a skilled mental health expert for help? Are you aware that where your emotional injuries are so severe that you consider harming yourself or others, or that you believe the world would be a better place without you, as it happened with me, your brain is pleading with you to get treatment from a skilled mental health professional. The Bible warns us to be vigilant and of sound mind since our ad- our adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion hunting for someone to devour. The devil comes solely to steal, to kill, and to destroy, and it starts with your mental well-being. My friend, the battle for your soul begins in your mind. I am on a mission for the kingdom of our Heavenly Father to rebuild the mental, emotional, and spiritual walls of all God's children, and I choose to use a holistic and organic Christ-centered approach by first pulling down strongholds that keep us mentally captive. That is where your, your emotional and spiritual first aid toolkit comes in. 
Now, according to God's word, he commands us to cast down arguments and every lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It has given us the authority to take every thought captive and make it obedient to that of Christ. Instead of allowing my ideas to hold me captive, I am using spiritual authority to take control of my thoughts and bring them all to the submission of Christ. Because where our thoughts go, my friend, our emotions flow. I would like to personally invite you to join me and the Holy Spirit on this podcast journey as we take our thoughts captive and submit them to Christ. With the promises and authority of God's word combined with tried and true practical applications from the field of psychology and mental health, we will study and develop our emotional and spiritual first aid kits together. We'll learn how to challenge our thoughts, adjust our habits, clarify our feelings, and calm ourselves down so we can hear God speak to us in times of emotional and spiritual attacks. On this podcast journey, expect to find mindfulness advice, mindfulness prayers, and mindfulness tips and tools to try out. You may be allergic to one tool, yet find relief from your pain and discomfort with another, just like we do with our physical first aid toolkit. Not everything in there works for you. You may be allergic to some things, even in the physical first aid kit. There is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all approach to mental health. It's possible that what works for you won't work for me. That's why it's your one-of-a-kind emotional and spiritual first aid kit. My friend, it's time to upgrade your medicine cabinet. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, you can help us build this community by liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast. If you want to learn more about my holistic mental wellness coaching program or to connect with me, click on my associate tab link in the description below. Hey, I'd also like to invite you to join my free private mental wellness Facebook group. Come hang out with a whole tribe of mental wellness warriors who are unafraid to live life one day at a time. I wish you all the best and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Until then, my friend, it's time to take your power back by showing up authentically you. The Kaya podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for professional medical care. The information and views provided by Nene Dabo or any agent or speaker of the Kaya podcast is intended purely as a sharing of knowledge and not intended as medical diagnosis or treatment. If at any time you experience extreme thoughts of depression or anxiety, or if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or others, I encourage you to seek the immediate help of a trained mental health professional or by calling your local crisis hotline. The Kaya podcast, its agents, and its guest speakers are not liable nor responsible for any advice, services, or products, or any other information you may obtain from this podcast.